Short on time? We've got you covered. Welcome to the 5-Minute Torah, where you can digest big thoughts on the weekly Torah portion in about 5 minutes. If you enjoy this teaching, please share it with your family and friends. Parshat Zav, this week's Torah reading from Leviticus 6, 1 through 8, 36. Immoral food? Sometimes, to our modern minds, the Torah's instructions can seem irrelevant, primitive, or even savage. Take this week's Torah reading, for example. The first few chapters continue on about the various ritual sacrifices that our previous portion described. In chapter 7, we learn that the meat from certain sacrifices may not be left over after a certain amount of time. The meat of some sacrifices must be eaten before the next morning, but others may be extended until the following evening. Eating this meat after the prescribed time is a sin. He who offers it shall not be accepted, neither shall it be credited to him. It is tainted, and he who eats of it shall bear his iniquity. Leviticus 7.18 Seriously? Eating meat after a specified time period is a sin? This seems unreasonable to most people today. It isn't logical, nor are the prohibitions against eating certain other things. The consequences of eating these certain other things, however, seem even more extreme. But the person who eats of the flesh of the sacrifice of the Lord's peace offerings while an uncleanness is on him, that person shall be cut off from his people. Leviticus 7.20 Leviticus 7.25 reads, For every person who eats of the fat of an animal of which a food offering may be made to the Lord shall be cut off from his people. And Leviticus 7.27 reads, Whoever eats any blood, that person shall be cut off from his people. Do these seem a little harsh? If we look back at the creation account of the Garden of Eden, we actually find a somewhat parallel event. Adam and Eve were given all of the food from the entire garden but a single item. They were forbidden to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When they ate of this forbidden delicacy, they were cut off. How difficult of a commandment is it to not eat from a single tree out of thousands? Yet, this is the struggle of humanity. We spurn what we have been given and long for what is beyond our grasp. In our day and age, we tend to think that God is not concerned with these minute details, rituals, and observances, but only about overarching principles, moral issues. But if God is not concerned with even the smallest details, is he really the God that holds the universe together? A God who is not concerned with the most intimate details is a God who is disconnected from his creation. Many people think in these terms because the way they view the apostolic scriptures, they believe that Yeshua came to replace the legalistic religion of Judaism with a new grace-centered one. Therefore, according to this opinion, grace and truth have superseded ritual and observance. We have to remember, though, that the apostolic scriptures were not written in a vacuum. Contrary to what many well-intending pastors claim, the teachings of the New Testament were not cut from whole cloth. The teaching of Yeshua and the apostles were mined and forged from the Hebrew scriptures. Yeshua wasn't a demigod of Greek mythology. He didn't have to spend his life repairing the mistakes of an immoral but fallible father like many would believe. He carried on the work of his father by upholding the Torah, teaching its proper application, and living it out as an example for his disciples. You may ask, what about all the harsh things in the Hebrew Scriptures? Why don't we see that in the New Testament? Even within the Apostolic Scriptures, we have the example of the severity of God when he struck down Ananias and Sapphira for simply stretching the truth a little. 
Check out Acts 5. And when he struck down Herod and caused worms to eat him, that's Acts 12, and on. From this, we learn that God doesn't change. Isn't God's only concern morality and not ritual? His concern is definitely morality. But the problem is, who defines morality? Since morality is a set of values that determines what is right and what is wrong, we have to broaden our understanding of what this is. It is not simply ethical behavior, which changes according to our environment. From a biblical perspective, everything in life falls into the category of a moral code. We can choose to do things the way God tells us, or we can choose not to. God's instructions define morality. We can act morally or immorally. What about the cases above regarding food? Can food be immoral? It definitely can if God said not to eat it. Therefore, our morality should be subject to His and not the other way around. Are you enjoying the 5-Minute Torah Podcast? Want to share these 5 minutes of Torah with others? Please help spread the word by liking, sharing, and reviewing this podcast. You can also grab the printed version of Volume 1 or Volume 2 from Amazon. Perfect as a gift or for your Shabbat table. 5-Minute Torah. We've got you covered.